Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our jobs without having to worry about losing them. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a shout out to all of our Patreon sponsors out there. A big thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lee, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas Teacher Kristen, James and Allie J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ev, Owners Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. And you too can become one of our patrons for as little as five dollars a month. You can go to Patreon and sign up at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, or you can find us on Spotify. That's right, Patreon is now tied to Spotify, and you can just listen to it all through that one broker. Go do it, because when you do it, you get not only your name right at the beginning, but access to over a hundred exclusive episodes and pieces of audio content. Everything from interviews, lost episodes, some of the first rare ones, all kinds of stuff. So please, thank you so much. Sign up and do it today. Also, please check out our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. That's L-U-D-L-A-M Dramatics. If you're a theater teacher no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics and get all of the best theater resources. Okay, friends. Labor Day's about to be here. My God, I need this three-day weekend. I got this drink. Life's not too bad. Okay, I hope you have a good one. Enjoy episode number 167. Alright, I'm turning on recording. Okay, I think we're about good. Bunny, will you balls us in? Oh, when you're ready, take a swig of water. I've got gummy gummy bears bears occurring. Hold on. (laughs) Let's see, I needed a, a, a song here. Um. <laughs> I have a funny story for y'all, too, about someone recognizing a podcast. Oh, really? You listen to it? You're like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, this is a great kind of a thing. <laughs> but your yeah. intro came up. Because I think they just started. So it was one of those things of, like, I was talking about podcasting, and they were like, so do you still talk to former students? And I was like, yeah, we talk a little bit on podcasts, whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, my mom found one the other day, like, because his mom's a teacher. I was like, I was like, oh, for real, it's called, like, it's like a drinking teachers. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty cool. And they were like, no, no. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, look on your phone. And he was like, ah, I forgot. So he texted his mom. She was like, and he goes, teacher needs a drink. And I was like, oh, man, I heard of that podcast. I listened to it. He goes, oh, it's hilarious. He goes, all right, so I listened to this episode the other day. And, and, like, as soon as the episode starts, there's someone going, balls, 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 balls. And I was like, really? I was, he was like, dude, it's just, like, the craziest thing ever. And I was like, oh, how dope would it be if you started your podcast with the ball song? He was like, what would you sing? And I was like, I don't know, like, some kind of version of Kanye West. Like, win it all or, like, when it balls, balls fall down. He was like, you can't say balls fall down. And I was like, I mean, it's got balls in it and it's not my show. And he was like. I don't know, man. I was like, what would you say? He was like, I don't know, man. Probably be some kind of like Matchbox something with balls in it. And I was like, Matchbox 20? And he was like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe some old school. He was like, what if I want to like- ball you down, and I will, and I will. I want to ball you right now, and I will, and I will. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, it's the balls part. I was like, but like, she only says balls on the intro. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but. 
I don't know, man. I gotta find more episodes because <laughs> I think she does it a lot. And I was like, wow, that's like awesome. People was like, that's so creative. And I was like, oh, okay. That'll be your Like lines. randomly on like the eighth day of school. And I was like, all right, well, look at y'all. <laughs> well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. And today I am joined at my dining room table by Mr. Count Chocolate. Hello. What a lovely table and lovely guest. I'm mm. glad to be here. And also across from me, I miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Oh, man. It is the beginning of the year, but it's not Labor Day yet. It's not. And it feels like months have gone by. Like, I'm looking across, and I've got my daughter's, like, school lunch menu, and I always cross off the day after it comes by so it's easier to figure out if she wants to buy lunch at school or not. And the fact that we've almost had three weeks of school, it, it just kind of boggles my mind because I'm just not mentally there. I'm like, didn't we just have in-service yesterday? Didn't we just have convocation? It's like when that first round of six-week test or six-week report <laughs> cards come out, I'm like, what? We're there already? What? And I, I'm just not there. I, I'm not ready. I'm not here. I remember last time we talked, you guys were like, oh, this school year needs to hurry up and get moving. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm just, I'm just not there. I'm not in teaching mode yet. I believe I will be again at some point, but I feel like one of those old, old cars that have just been running for a long time and you finally shut it down and you go to start it back up. It's like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> and that's kind of been like I had summer, I had some down. Like, I've been teaching all summer, but right now, no, no. But how's it going for you, Count? What's going on? You know, um, we're three weeks in as well, and it's going very well. I think the extreme heat has something to do with how long it feels like the oh, year geez. has been already. Because every day you're you're pushing in the mid 100s, or not mid 100s, between so anywhere between 100 and 110. And this Texas heat is is it doesn't care, Mm-mm. like it doesn't care about any of you or your feelings. So, <laughs> but the kids are back in school and they're not wearing a whole lot of clothes. That's been like a conversation on the announcements multiple days. Like, please cover up, and then they'll just leave it at that. And I'll, not to give any specifics, but. Yeah, the shorts keep getting shorter on on our entire population. Whole lot of <laughs> cheeks hanging out. Uh, not just cheeks, but there's a lot hanging. Like, I don't oh. know. I don't. I don't know if it's a this generation thing or if it's just that hot. Um, the but. boys have been wearing the short shorts too, and every now and then a soldier might just fall out of line. <laughs> and, <laughs> oof. Oh. But it's the weird thing because I know when my son was in middle school, like I drive past the butts, the butt stop, the butt stop. <laughs> And there'd be like, it would be cold outside. It would be like 20 degrees. It'd be freezing. And there'd be some kids standing out there in a t-shirt and shorts and like, okay. And now it's hot. I see kids with like a full hoodie. They're wearing long pants down to their ankle. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? It's You're dressing for the wrong season each time. That is the thing that trips me out too. Because we do have kids that barely wear enough to cover everything on campus. And then we get the ones in the long pants and the hoodie. And I'm like, fam, it's 105 out. He's like, oh man, I just that's just how I roll. Like, but what if you end up dying walking <laughs> from the the big building to the small building? Like it it's hot out there. It is so hot, like relentless. The sun is relentless. Texas heat does not care. That's what I've just been telling students. But that I mean, hoodies, hat, I've seen like skull caps. I've seen thick knit hats. I've got, you know, I've got some girls that wear hats in crochet, but 
doesn't look like the breeze much under there. I, just, oh God, I don't know. It's just so hot. The only thing I can say is it's for those kids who don't have to leave a building at any point. Like, they get in at 8 in the morning, and then at 4, they have, like, the walk to the bus or their mom picking them up or whatever is going on. There was a brief period where I went to school in Florida, and they had all outdoor, like... It was like there were covered sidewalks, and the buildings were almost like a motel. Mm-hmm. Like, door opened up to outside, <laughs> and so, like, you walk up to the school, and you go in. There wasn't hallways. It was just outside, and I can't imagine doing that now, especially in the Florida humidity at 110, and ooh, all those friends in Niceville, yeesh. I- I'm sure they have, like, fans now going, but we got off track. Bunny, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Um, I'm doing okay. School year is off to a pretty decent start, um, except for this... Um, godforsaken war crime weather we're having. <laughs> um, moving classrooms, like unpacking and packing and like moving into a new building in a new classroom when it's 109 degrees outside. Like, I don't know what we did to anger God, but the entire <laughs> state of Texas has, yeah, lost its entire mind. And I think it's getting to the students too because these children are exhibiting some behaviors that I'm just like, what, why, why? Like just the heat is, they've done studies like in places with hotter climates, the crime rate goes up. And like during the summer, the crime rate goes up. And then in the winter, when things cool down, people settle down. The weather is making the children crazy, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, this too shall pass this. We're going to get a nice little, you know, cool front next week. That'll knock us down into the upper nineties. But that makes such a difference. Woo! When you go from 110 to 95, that's enough. Like, it you know really what? I'm going does. for a walk. Right? It really does. I'll move. For I'll sure. Sweat. I'll do it. But for I was sure. even thinking the other day, I'm like, okay, global warming. Things are going to be hotter than this. They're saying our winter might even be more intense. And I was like, okay, well, I can handle that. Uh, but, man, maybe I need to sell my house get out of here before it's too hot to live in Texas anymore. It's like, sorry, man. It's just 120 out there. But then again, people live in Phoenix, Arizona all the time, and they hit 128 last week. Oh, that right? That's, that's oh. a hard no, hard no. Oh, well, you see those like the cake or whatever from HEB. Like, I'm sorry for what I said when it was 109 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> yes, but I've heard so many stories about kids just getting pissed off and having fights now. It's like, yeah, everyone's pissed, and they're probably getting neglected a bit at home because their parents are too damn tired and too burned out to deal with them or anything. Like, sorry, kid, it was 110 outside. Ice cream didn't make it, so, um, yeah, we're not eating anything today. I mean, it's bad stuff, but let's move on. Let's go ahead and (laughs) we're going to take a letter from the mailbag. We haven't done one of these in a while, and I've got a couple. I'll save one for this week and one for next week. This one is from Miss Lizzie. And Liz, Liz, Mizzy, Miss Lizzie wrote in the Teacher Needs a Drink podcast for the, uh, via the contact form on our website, and she says, Today was one of the hard days. I teach an elementary arts class, and it's normal for the self-contained class to push in with the general education class. During the lesson, everything was going great, then one of the students from the inclusion class bear-hugged me. At first, it was sweet, but when I asked them to let go, after a while, they squeezed so tight it hurt. I luckily rolled out of it, and they grabbed my arm before I could get away, and kept twisting my arm. I am a petite teacher, so it hurt really bad as the kid is bigger and stronger than I am. I kept telling them, you're hurting me, and to please stop, and they just laughed and kept doing it. It finally took the para-pro that comes in with their class to get them off me as I couldn't get them off by myself. Needless to say, I and the rest of the class were very rattled. I love my kids in this job, but it's hard to be motivated to show up when things like this happen. Oh, sweet Miss Lizzie. Um, sucks. <laughs> um, I'm not laughing at your pain. It's just the, 
Like, it's, where, where do you even start? It's or? where to start. I, I, I can curious how many kids are in the inclusion class that come with them. And mm-hmm. that's one of those where if that happens once, you need to probably communicate to the para as soon as possible or at least have some kind of code or something like, hey, help, help, come off. And now that this has happened, you need to make sure that you document this, Mm -hmm. that you talk to admin and let them know this happened, and even let them know that, hey, I have bruises on my arm, or such and such happened because of this, so that they can address it, or they can make sure the para understands, or if it's needed, they can have a second para that's one-on-one with a student who's a little bit physical. Count, what do you think about all this? Yeah, I think you um, definitely have to make sure that gets reported. Um, not necessarily for any kind of disciplinary consequence, but to help cover yourself. Mm-hmm. And in case there is another incident, um, you can show that there has been a pattern. Um, and the hope is also that, the, you know, I don't think the student meant any harm, but he also didn't respond to the adult's directives of stopping or of hurting, you're hurting me, that kind of a thing. So that's a little concerning, but... I really hope that's a one-time thing and it doesn't happen again because the next time they come in for that kind of an art class, um, you know, I'm sure your head's going to be on a swivel simply because last time there was an incident that caused you pain and no one deserves to be hurt on the job. No, not this job especially when you're giving from the kindness of your heart. And it's even harder sometimes when you're working with younger children who have disabilities and if you've even worked with small children, where sometimes you can do the ow and they think it's funny and haha and keep going, that can go for students who might not be all the way there. Miss Bunny? Yeah, definitely, you know, talk to your admin about it and, you know, again, not with the goal of getting the kid in trouble, but like, hey, this environment seems to be, you know, I don't know if the kid's getting overstimulated or what, but we may need a little support, a little more support when he comes to this class because if if the kid isn't stopping when the teacher tells him to stop that poses a safety issue if he decides to hug another student mm-hmm. and a kid gets hurt because the kid the student in question isn't stopping when you know when that wish is expressed so um, it it may be a situation where the student needs a little more a little more support than you know, if there's one para that comes in with them and they're having to assist multiple students, then, you know, for that environment, they may need another person in there uh-huh. if it's getting overstimulating and the kid is not responding to. And there's always techniques, and I'm sure you've used them, where you ask the child to stop and you use a broken record method where you're like, please let go, please let go. But if you say it loud enough, hopefully you can also say it loud enough that the para or whoever else is in the class hears it as well and can come over to help you. And so it's not just you addressing the student, that that kind of claim is also addressing other people in the room. I, I'd hate for you to have to lose hugs in the class and not be able to have contact if that's the kind of teacher and the relationship you have with students, because that is wonderful. A lot of these kids do need hugs, but do. you just have to be careful because it goes anywhere from the whole bad touch situation where sometimes some students will put their heads and hands places where they don't belong to students that are just aggressive and either don't realize or think it's funny that they're squeezing really tight because to say it's they just don't know any better and it sucks but i hope things get better for you and i believe it will yes yeah our hearts are with you and with that we're gonna jump to something a little bit lighter this is from the reddits from teacher pikachu nazi 13 um Interesting screen. I've never heard of a Pikachu Nazi, but this is titled, Sorry for Sniffing Your Butt, Sixth Grader. Oh. 
Oh, you didn't think it was sixth grader when I said that earlier. No, no. I thought this was... I pictured first. No, wow. So, sixth grader. Yesterday, a student told me she sniffed my butt. She then apologized for it. She said, Snart... <laughs> she said, sorry for sniffing your butt. I couldn't help it, plus something, something I couldn't understand, plus the word bootylicious. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot to make the report because it happened two minutes before class ended, and my brain was still trying to process the information. I just told her it was extremely inappropriate and socially unacceptable, and do not do it again. Today, she confessed that she didn't really take a sniff at it. She was just trying to poke it with a ruler. It's my first year teaching middle school, but that same day earlier, I had another female student trying to poke my butt with a mechanical pencil. Is this normal behavior for sixth graders? I am a male teacher. Uh-oh. I'm flagging this for humor because I am dumbfounded. To be honest, I never thought I would say something like this, but I'm glad she was just trying to poke it with a ruler. Also, is this why teachers always say to cover your ass? So, Bunny, as the resident middle school teacher... Absolutely not normal, and you need to get your admin looped in on this situation ASAP because it sounds like there are some significant um, personal bubble boundary <laughs> violations occurring, and you do not want that to come back and bite you in said butt. So, um, if it's a case where, like, if the girl used the word bootylicious, if the kids think that you're like the cute young new teacher or something, then you don't want to open, you know. By not addressing it, by not cutting it off early, nipping it in the bud, however you want to put it, like, this escalating into them, like, straight up sexually harassing you. Yeah, and middle school, especially middle school girls by this age, usually have an awareness of what's going on. And as a teacher myself, who is quite handsome and bootylicious, you have to, you have to keep, you have to keep aware of where that's pointing and where it is. And, yeah, because, I mean... Count, you're bootylicious too. Come on, help it's me true. out here. As a fellow member of a bootylicious club, I have to say, six. I, first and foremost, number one, I did not think that the teacher was male when we started the story. That threw me off. <laughs> it almost had innocence to it at first. Like, oh, it was like some like, little oh, first gosh. grader. No, and no. then when you factor in sixth grade, <laughs> um, and someone's trying to poke your butt with a pencil, poke your butt with a ruler. Um, I was going to commend the child for confessing and apologizing, but then, but then they doubled down and said I was actually trying to poke it, not sniff it, and I... It's bootylicious. That's a lot. That's so much, but yeah, there's boundaries, and um, you, you, you probably have to let a parent know more than anything, mm-hmm. yeah. but definitely report that to admin, um, and you can even lead with the student apologize for realizing that the behavior was inappropriate. Maybe they apologize for both behaviors being inappropriate. Um, but, yes, they need to know that there are boundaries and personal space that shall not be um, <laughs> infiltrated. Yeah. And at no point should you poke, prod, um, intentionally been- brush up against or inhale or <laughs> snip. Um, so your teachers. Weird. So weird. Hindquarters. It's the no-no square. It's no, no, don't touch me there. This is part of my no-no square. I mean, they can't, they're not supposed to get it. And the thing is, if it happened to you earlier in the day, I have a feeling kids talk like, oh, you know, Mr. Pikachu Nazi, which that's kind of an unfortunate name for a teacher, but we're going to move on past <laughs> that for right now. Mr. Pikachu Nazi has this great ass. I poked it with a pencil. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sniff it. I bet it smells like blueberries or something like that. Yeah, you don't. You just got to shut this down immediately. Yeah, and maybe not. just 
don't stand so close to the kids. I know if you're checking work, you might have to walk in the aisle next to a desk, but just give a little bit of space. Just yeah, put give some a little distance bit. between the rows and uh, in your in your classroom if you can, because yeah, and I guess you now cannot bend over and pick up anything. Just practice the flat back squat. <laughs> so serious, man. Just yeah, just 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 do not. Oh, oh gosh. It's taking me back to that photo where, like, parents are upset because a teacher had a butt at school. Like, what was she supposed to do? Leave it at home? Right. <laughs> it's or like, oh, she, she was wearing She pants. wore jeans, and they showed off her figure. Like, I'm sorry, was she supposed to wear jinkos? Yeah, I mean, and just, <laughs> or elephant ear type pants? What are we doing here? Some of us have nice bodies, and we can't apologize <laughs> for it. We can't. It's nor, should you, nor should you have to. Like, we need to be ch- teaching these children some freaking self-restraint and common sense and manners. And like, if you start victim-blaming, it's like, oh, because he was wearing those shorts. Or, oh my gosh, well, she has breasts. Well, what was she pants. supposed to do? Leave them at home? Can't leave them at home, folks. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, guys, guess what? What? What's up? We have a Patreon. Yeah, we do. A dream come true. We have a Patreon. And what's cooler than ever is it's Patreon is teamed up with Spotify. So if you listen to this podcast on, po- on Spotify, you can also sign up for the Patreon and listen to all of our Patreon content. We have over a hundred different audio things on Patreon that you can listen to if you're a subscribing member. And it costs as little as $5 a month. It keeps us going. You get also access to special watch parties, to our Facebook group. It's amazing. So sign up for it and do it now! Do it. All right, friends. Our would you rather today. <laughs> I feel like we've done this card before, so I'm going to slide that to the side. Would you rather only retain memories you've written down or bum, 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 be known as the foot sniffer? <laughs> Once again, would you rather only retain memories you've written down? Or be known as the foot sniffer. I'm imagining it's far and wide, the people who meet you, you're the foot sniffer. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of stuck on this. I have a shitty memory anyway, and it's mostly because I've just blocked out as much as I could. And I do journal, but I don't want to write down every single good thing that happens in the moment, every instance of love, every instance of happiness. That's a lot, and I'm one of those lucky people where I can count on my, like both hands the people I love, and that's a lot of stuff to write down or lose, but I also don't want to be known as the foot sniffer. That's kind of like Pikachu Nazi's butt sniffer. I mean, it's better, but yeah. since it's feet, it kind of... Well, I think I'd rather be known as a foot sniffer than a butt sniffer, that, mm-hmm. but More that's exactly. not our question today. No. I, I think I'm going to have to go with only retained memories I've written down, and I'm going to have to get like some audio transcribing equipment or something just to keep it going. Everyone who's with me is on the record, apparently. Count, what about you? I think I have to be known as the foot sniffer. <laughs> Um, there's like a theme to this episode, and I don't know how we went down this path. <laughs> but, well, not, uh, but, yeah, however. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the memories that I can't, that I have. And I don't think I write down any of them. I think I just remember them, and, and you experience those things. So if you have to forget the memories, then you forget, you know, the, the, Things that help make you you. Hey, I, I'll be the foot sniffer. If I walk in the room, I might just own it sometimes, and then other times I may just deny it. But if everybody walks up to me and says, aren't you the foot sniffer, I guess. 
You might just have to Maybe leave I education. can market that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. 100% I'm working from home starting next week. But, yeah, that's... What if you could frame it so it wasn't like a kink type thing? Like, you walk through, like, who's got the stinky feet? And, like, because you're oh, in the you middle school call room. people out. You're calling, like, man, your feet stink. Kid, change okay. your socks. Take a shower. <laughs> Because, I mean, that's a big high school middle thing because they don't realize they got stinky feet. So they'll re- reuse those socks a couple of days more in a row. And, yeah. oh, it's toxic. It's so bad. I realized how bad my feet smelled in college. <laughs> and it wasn't. No, I take that back. I realized how bad my shoes smelled in college to where I couldn't keep them in the room. I was like, oh, we got to keep these in the hallway. Or when I had an apartment, I'd set them outside. And then I started really, like, Figuring out, like, how do I get rid of the smell? Because I wear the same basketball shoes for three years, but you play a couple times a week. They get sweaty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so I've learned to put charcoal in my shoes, and I was like, this is stupid. But, yeah, if, <laughs> until I got an actual job and could afford to buy new shoes all the time. Um, yeah, my feet, my shoes did not smell. They were not pretty. Yeah, the key is just changing socks often. Those kids, they yeah, don't get that. They don't. No. Bonnie, what about you? I, I think I am going to have to reluctantly be known as the foot sniffer because <laughs> I don't see how one can function like, uh, is this a 50 first date scenario where just every day you wake up and you have no, like, how, imagine teaching and not being able to remember the kids' names from one day to the next. Like, imagine I feel not, like I'm already like that. Not <laughs> fair. No, but, like, not knowing, does that include, like, long-term, like, muscle memory, like, not knowing how to drive your car? No, 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 I I need, I need to be able to function, so foot sniffer it is. (laughs) All right. Well, I never pegged you for that, but I get the... Yeah, you know. I don't want to lose things. I got some good memories. I lose memories already. Like, I was going through my phone the other day and looking at pictures. I'm like, what's this? And it was a video of, like, me and my son and everyone driving through Sequoia Park with the huge trees. And me just, look at the trees! Look at the trees! Like, we're driving by. I was like, I forgot how fucking excited I was about that. I was sober, too. I hate to lose that memory. So... There we go. All right, folks. For thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. We love all of you. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Mr. Count Chocolate. Thank you so much. Uh, I am very, very, very. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. And Ms. Bunny O'Hare. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> I get you when you have the gummy bears in your mouth yeah. every time. All right, folks, make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Make sure you have air conditioning. Advocate for that. And everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I think my hosts who are with me today, Count Chocolate and Miss Bunny O'Hare. Everyone out there, make sure you're taking care of yourselves, do what you need to do, sign up for our Patreon if you get a moment, and also support our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. They're, they're just the shit. Go check them out. All right, friends, take care of yourselves and enjoy your, well, I hope you enjoyed your Labor Day weekend. It hasn't happened yet. By the time this comes out, it will. No, wait, this is coming out tomorrow. It's coming out tonight. Okay, so enjoy your Labor Day weekend. My timing's all fucked. That's how tired I am. All right, friends. Cheers. Bye.